So we're live broadcasting from Tel Aviv, uh, from the Elementor offices, and we have started the live webinar on the topic of the future of website building. And I have the most special guest who's with me today. You might recognize him. He's been called a lot of names. <laughs> Lord Varys. <laughs> He's been called Dr. Evil. Uh, he's known as Adam W.P. Crafter, the one, the only Adam Fryzer. <laughs> hey, everybody. Also known as, you left one out, that bald guy on YouTube. I think I get that one the most. Uh, but definitely thanks for uh, having me here and actually hosting me this week. It's been yeah, it's, uh, it's our great. It's our first webinar, and it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, so how, how's the trip been until now? Oh, my gosh. The food has been fabulous. Uh, but, oh my goodness, there are so many people that uh, work here at the Elementor office. I've, I've met so many people, and I'm still working on pronouncing everybody's name properly. Uh, not everyone has an easy name like Ben, yeah. but uh, it's, been, it's been a great time, definitely a great time. Well, we have a great webinar where uh, we're going to talk about a lot of topics, so it's going to be condensed, but I, I want to wait to allow other people to join the stream. Now, how many people are already... Uh Inside, subscribe. A lot of you subscribe to our. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I think we're breaking YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is like a, a WordPress related YouTube record, uh, which is awesome. So, I, I want to talk a bit about how this webinar is going to work. It's not going to be uh, the same uh, webinar that you're used to. So, basically, we're, we're actually going to have a discussion about what the future of people building websites yeah. will look like. Uh, so we'll have a discussion, we'll have some questions, then we're going to, we, we've gotten some questions from our Facebook community that we're going to answer, hopefully, yeah. uh, and allow you uh, a short Q&A at the end where you'll be able to post questions on the topics we'll discuss, maybe on different topics. And I want to take a moment and, and discuss why uh, this uh, subject of the future of website building. So, you know, uh, Elementor is a very innovative company uh, and we try to know the, the, the uh, latest releases, latest things that are uh, upcoming in our industry and uh, this is why we want to share some of the knowledge that we've gathered uh, and I think Adam is the perfect person to talk to because you're, you know, you're what I would call like tech savvy, you know, all the new gadgets. I, I try to keep my thumb on the pulse of everything that's going on. So that's a good way of putting it. So you actually were one of the first adopters of Elementor. So uh, that's, that's true. So I, 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 I saw something there early on and I, um, I think um, I've told the story actually many times about that. You know, it was mainly because you emailed me and said, you got to check this great thing out. But of course, uh, I mean, it, it was hard to avoid such an amazing tool. Yeah. So I, I think uh, this is why this is such a, an important topic. And, yes. you know, we're living in such a, a, a strange time where AI keeps developing at an enormous rate. And you have technology like uh, OpenAI GPT-2. Have you heard about it? Yes. It's like robots building text and people reading that text don't recognize that it, it was written by robot. Yeah. Uh, and That's very meta, right? <laughs> layers of layers. Robots making robots. Yeah. And I, I, I've, I've read a few things like Forrester projects 73% of all cubicle jobs will be automated by 2030. 
uh, you have self-driving cars, you have all this technology of AI, and I guess the average website builder, web designer, marketer, it, it has, it's, it's kind of uh, intimidating for them. Well, yeah, well, actually in every industry there's technological shifts where you um, have these situations where technology gets better and it might eliminate positions, jobs, roles, tasks that people would normally do. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm sure it, a lot it's, of it's a it, yeah. A, a question uh, in a lot of our users' minds is: Will I be replaced? Is it man uh, versus machine, or is it machine for man uh, for web creators? So, what are your thoughts on that uh, topic, Adam? Well, I gotta say that uh, it actually happens in every industry where uh, technology eliminates positions, but it also can open up bigger opportunities. So I'm on the team, it's man with machine. Um, that a machine is never gonna be able to fully replace what uh, a human being is able to do, but it can propel you way further, but you- uh, Someone renovating. And, yes. and uh, you know, an architect or interior, interior designer, I mean, they're not going to be replaced just because there's an engine to find nice furniture. Exactly. You, you need the, the right fit and for a business, the, the, the role of, of the website is just becoming more and more important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because there's a lot to a website. Uh, there's the text on the page. There's the imagery, the feeling that you're trying to create for the person that goes on and visits that website. And a machine's never going to be able to uh, create that human experience. You'll always need someone to do that human. Well, uh, of course, there is going to be a lot that, uh, you know, that automation can, can help the web creator. But I think there's still, uh, you know, a long way to go in Va. And uh, we see more and more professionals relying on tools. But still in our industry, it's, uh, there, you see a lot of developers still using custom code. Do you think this is going to change and we're going to have a standard someday? Well, that's actually an interesting topic because um, when, you, when you look at certain things, such as this uh, concept of page building tools, right? Um, that they've, they've really come a long way in two years, but I remember there was just not that long ago where it was like a taboo when this started. I think Elementor was one of the, in the early days of Elementor, and there's other tools out there as well, it was like there's this taboo. Ooh, you're using a page building tool. Ooh, that's not this yeah. or that. And so I think you're always going to have those diehard people that are going to stick to what they feel comfortable with, custom coding. But as time continues to progress, there is this standardization. We, we actually now see it uh, where just, and, and, and technology advances so quick. So just a few years ago, you would hear that taboo. I don't hear anyone say, oh, you built a, a, a website with a page builder. Who, you don't hear that anymore. It's more like, oh, of course you did. You yeah. know, and you actually see this in so many different industries that there, initially there's this reluctance and resistance to it but then it becomes the acceptable standard. Yeah. Uh, let me just give a little example. When I got married, it was a long time ago, uh, I, I, that's when online dating just started and 
it was like you found your spouse on the internet or you're trying to get a date on the internet you can't just go up to someone and like ask them out or something like that there was this big yeah. taboo to use the app and now everyone uh, uses i definitely think really move this this industry forward yeah but and then then that goes with the whole man versus machine or man with machine concept right the man versus machine is that person that wants to hand code and uh, hold on to that, oh, yeah. you know, and this resistance to it. But you can get so much done so much faster and you can go so much further when you are using one of these standard tools. Exactly. Think of the, the music industry in the, the 60s. They relied heavily on, you know, instruments like uh, analog instruments. And today you see the music industry changing. And, you know, with computers, you can create sounds that that no instrument can make. So I think that's the perfect combination. But you know, when that started, it was very taboo. Um, yeah. I think, I, I forget the guy's name. Was it Mosey or something like that? Anyways, the first uh, musician that started that trend, he was like, uh, there was so much criticism that that person got, but now it's the standard to, to make different uh, music through yeah. an electronic In the 80s, means. it was like avant-garde bands. Yes, it's like... Devo <laughs> and uh, these kind of bands. But now, yeah. like, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's the most popular bands on, on Spotify. Um, so if we look at the, the next level, like the, after the standard is set, and, you know, editing is done uh, and uh, people use tools, what do you think the next step will look like in web design like how will you like what kind of uh, benefit will we gain from uh, computers well i well i would love a world that um the uh your your <laughs> your website tool builds most of your website for you i would actually i'm actually looking for that a push button uh, website right you push the button and you get the, the website totally made for you but the web builder still needs to learn skills so they can use that technology to go forward the skills of copywriting and the words to make people feel an emotion photography uh, all of these different concepts conversion how to uh, persuade convert and sell so there's all these things that you are skills that are very easy but with that, it becomes a commodity, right? Uh, your expertise, if you become an expert in writing words that persuade people and creating a feeling, now you're, you're able to take what the tool makes you capable of building fast, but you're able to do more amazing things. I think that really depends on the kind of uh, expertise you have. I mean, yes. if you're a marketer and you just want, uh, you know, the design to be quickly done, then of course you, you'll use uh, a template. But it, I think it's like uh, uh, if you're an artist, you'll create the illustration and not use the, the ready-made GIF. Uh, so I think uh, in terms of what professional designers can do, they can actually gain feedback, insights, if they make a mistake, they can, you know, the, the, the tool can let them know it. The, this, this heading is, is skewed 0 0.01. Uh, the non-designer, non that would be amazing too, right? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you choose this uh, color for your button. Oh, you might not want to choose that color. You might want to go with this other color. It will fit your design better. But, but I think this only has to do with uh, the current look and feel of websites. And this yeah. brings me to the next question. Um, 
and I'll, I'll give a short intro. So if you think about it, today's generation experiences personalized uh, web. Yes. So, you know, uh, people born in 2000, the youngsters, we're, we're already past that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> a, little, a little past it, just a little. <laughs> a bit. Uh, but the people that, are, uh, that are, have been born to the internet age, they have only experienced personalized website. If you think of YouTube feeds, uh, you know, Spotify, Netflix, m the most uh, uh, visited websites are offering personalized uh, experience. You would only expect them in five years to think this will be the standard. Uh, so how, how do you think this will pan out in terms of, you know, the small-time freelancer, the small uh, business? How will they be able to provide such an experience? Well, you know, uh, one of the funniest things is I was, I'm a big sci-fi movie fan, right? And so uh, there was a movie out, I think it was the late 80s, early 90s, called Total Recall. And uh, it's a futuristic movie, and there's this scene where the person's walking in a train station... And there's all these like uh, like panels, video panels, talking to the individual, oh, yeah. each individual individually in a personalized way. But what ends up happening is you see these like futuristic movies, and technology actually ends up catching up to it, like with our iPhones and our iPads and all this kind of stuff that we have right now. And that is actually probably what our future is especially when it comes to websites. And on your website with personalization, there's all sorts of criteria. Uh, but when you can have a website that speaks to the person that's on the website at that moment, it's going to create an amazing experience, yeah. a delightful experience for the website visitor. And it could be just as simple as, like, for an example, if it's a, a business where, uh, let's just say a plumbing website, a plumber, I like to use the plumbing example and uh the store is closed i mean they're, they're the business is closed um but someone has an emergency and it's after hours and then they go to the website and there's a different message because the website's personalized to know that it's after hours oh after hours call we've got your back give us a call we're here for you emergency situation we've got you you know, yeah. there's all these personalization options. Yeah, plus if their client, they're a plumber who services businesses and uh, private people, they can offer different messages per, uh, like, persona. And, uh, you know, it can be either gender, age, you know. There's so many criteria. Uh, location even. of where they are, um, all these different uh, criteria, time of day. And actually, if you think about it, you need someone to kind of manage and set it up. If you have, if nowadays you have SEO professionals and writers, and there's no reason you won't have like experience experts, or I don't know what their title will be, but most most probably. Well, but that's what the tools are enabling you to do to provide a richer experience to your customers if you're a web designer or if you're building it yourself a richer experience for your own website these tools are are making you so that you're able to do that but even then um that's where uh that's where this whole man versus machine concept is coming to play uh, you need a, a man to or man or woman okay of course yeah. <laughs> you need a person to <laughs> to be able to to know these uh how to apply personalization to create personalized experiences for people that um are visiting these various websites that you can set up yeah it's actually going to create jobs 
uh, yes, possibly. Yes, create opportunities for people to become experts in certain niches. So this leads me to the next question. What skill do you think those people should have? Like what do people need to invest today in order to have the, the kind of the, 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 the know-how of, uh, of the future? Well, you know, I actually, because of my YouTube channel and I read all the comments, I hear the concerns that people have. They, because I'll make a lot of tutorial videos say on Elementor and I'm basically showing someone how to make a website but then the guy that makes a website for a living goes there and says why are you showing someone how to like do what I, how I make a oh, living. Yeah. So I mean that's like a very valid feeling um, as the tools get better and easier to use more people are able to, to, to uh, use these tools to make themselves a website. But as a web creator, there's other expertises that you need to add to your tool chest that have a value that you can't even put a price tag on, such as copywriting. That's the process of taking the putting words on the website that will uh, be succinct. Unlike me, when I make videos, I'm not the most <laughs> succinct, but but it'll be succinct and um, invoke some kind of a reaction or a response out of the person. Copywriting. Um, that's a perfect example. So there's all these kinds of uh, expertises that people can add uh, to themselves um, uh, uh, to add value beyond just I'm dragging a, a block here and a exactly. block there. So what's funny that it actually... Uh, <laughs> okay, we're being told that we're sorry about the lag. The webinar will be available on our channel at the end. So. Yes, Don't sorry, worry. if you're experiencing a, a lag on YouTube, uh, uh, we'll have the webinar uh, on, on the uh, website uh, after we're, we're, we're finished here. Yeah, so uh, I remember the uh, quote by uh, Jeff Bezos. I don't remember the exact quote, but basically was he, what he was saying was that if you invest in things that stay persistent, then you will win. So he thought that like, people will always want lower prices. So that's what oh. he doubled down on, and Amazon, that's how uh, they, they grew. That, that was his focus. And I think it's the same thing when you don't focus on kind of what's trendy, uh, because uh, some of those skills, those technical skills, as you say, they, they will go away. That brings you back to, you know, books that, you, that were written maybe in the, the 60s, you know, David Ogilvy and uh, the, the, the copywriting and all the... the the uh, skills of the past can, can actually come back. Well, actually, I, say, I end up saying this all the time, that in life, everything goes full circle. Oh, yeah. And that's probably it coming full circle, right? You know, now those skills are really the skills that matter. You know, the skills of uh, copywriting, persuasion, and stuff like that. I'd add to that, that uh, as technology progresses and all those, um, you know, um, groundbreaking technology happens, you need to have the skill of learning. Actually, that's a major skill that you need to have because the industry constantly changes. You need to be able to uh, adapt and, and change what, what you do. It's so true. We have to, well, when we all are born and we're raised by our parents, we end up going to school and you have to learn how to learn. But then you enter real life and you could get away from learning, but as a web creator, you have to relearn how to learn and be a constant learner. 
you know, sure. and that's how you expand your skills. That's how become you become more valuable. Um, and if you're a web creator creating your own website or a marketer or something along those lines, um, you still need to learn so that you can expand what you're capable of doing with your own website, but also in the when you're a web creator for other people. Yeah. Plus, uh, I think that, uh, uh, again, we talked about expertise. This is going to be very crucial because people won't need generalized uh, you know, uh, professionals. They're going to need the people who are experts at a certain thing, a certain niche or a certain... Uh, and experts uh, are irreplaceable. Yeah. You can't uh, uh, low price... Uh, someone's going to come in and low. It's not even price isn't even a factor when you're an expert. You are the expert, and people will always seek out an expert. And an expert with those tools can, you know, do amazing things. Like think of how many people you needed to create a, a show or a webinar like this one, and uh, now we're able to to do it uh, from our uh, real offices, which is cool. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. So basically, yeah. one last thing. Um, if you're a web creator and you're creating uh, websites for someone else, you got to re remember what they want. No one wants just a website. They think they might want a website, but what they want is more business or more exposure or to be perceived in a different way. It's not really the website that they want. That's just going to get them there, but they really need that web creator, that expert to get them there, to use the website as the tool. Exactly. If you think, let's get back to that, that plumber. I mean, he doesn't, he, he can't just, uh, you know, uh, think up of, of a website. Like, he needs to find exactly what he does that will make him above the competition. And like, yeah, and that's true to any business. So, so I agree that that will still be become, still be relevant in the future. Mm hmm so let's sum up. I think that uh, we have a bright future ahead. Yes. Oh, yes. And uh, I, I, I think that uh, we're on, on the right track here. Uh, as, a, you know, I mean, as a profession of web creator, I think it's going to evolve, expand, and become much more significant than what it is today, even though today it's, it's still pretty important. And, and the tools, as they get better, they're going to allow you to do the most. Well, they're already allowing you to do incredible things. Like Elementor allows you to do some incredible things. Um, some personalization, uh, a lot of the tools that you're building. But these tools just get better and better and better and allow you to do more and more and more. Yeah. Um, what was that you said the other day? Like uh, uh, 25 years ago, we didn't have this or that, and it was just like a shock to the system. I forget what you said to me. Well, 25 years ago, we didn't have the internet. Oh yeah, 25. <laughs> yeah, that maybe that was it. We didn't have the internet, um, and then uh, well, and, and anyone can think of just uh, like 12 years ago, we didn't even have smartphones, and now everybody has one in their pocket, and it's totally oh, yeah. changed everything. The, the time technology just moves fast. Is the point that I'm trying to make? The time it takes for users to adopt new technology becomes shorter and shorter. So yeah. think about it, uh, it took like, I don't know how many years until mobile phones got in, like five years or something like that. And Elementor is just uh, three and a half years old, which is uh, kind of mind-boggling to, to, to think about. It is when you think of the impact it's already having in such a short period of time. So I think this is a good time to transition to some of the questions uh, the audience had and the first question is about the future of WordPress 
That's a, that's a good question. What, what do you think? Well, I think that WordPress uh, is going to, obviously it's going to continue to grow. Uh, it's going to continue to be the first choice for a lot of people because uh, people like to choose to use the tool that the people that they know are using. So it's just this organic thing that's going to grow. But uh, it's going to evolve to be easier to use the more that tools like Elementor make it easier to use. You know, there's definitely a lot of room for growth for it. Uh, but I think that um, uh, there's such a, uh, a huge segment of people that don't have websites still that the growth is just going to still continue to be like... Whoosh. I agree. And I think we're, we're going to see more... Uh, I hope we're going to see more companies that think of the business of creating websites and not just... I mean, it's going to evolve in that direction. Yeah. Uh, more oriented towards, you know, sales and, and, and businesses. I think that's, that's something to look forward to. Um, we have an, a, a, a topic regarding Gatsby and headless uh, CMS. So tell, yeah. tell, uh, yeah, so tell, um, let us know. Gatsby is like one of the hottest uh, things happening right now. Essentially, it's static site creation. So right now, when you create a WordPress website, uh, it's dependent upon a database. So every time someone visits your website, this process happens, which is the, the speed bottleneck, right? Uh, where it has to go and get the data out of a database, and that's what causes, that's the biggest thing that might cause a little bit of a delay, that speed, and it's a hosting issue. But Gatsby and uh, having a static website is the process of you build your website, um, and it will, you can create a static version that eliminates the database. It's, so it's almost like hand coding. Hand coding is typically not going back and forth to a database yeah. most of the time. Um, and so when someone visits the site, they're getting this static version. There's no uh, accessing the database, but there's also additional benefits of it. There's no login. So there's no security, there's, there's not like the security vulnerabilities that sometimes pop up here and there. So. Uh, the, the exciting thing about it is if you have those kind of a brochure type websites, what can end up happening is uh, when you have the static version, just the speed is through the roof. It, just the speed is through the roof because you, you're eliminating the bottlenecks. It's actually pretty exciting. Right now you can, you can kind of get there, but it's very technical. But the exciting thing is it's on a lot of uh, hosting companies' we, we, uh, uh, radars, a lot of different companies' radars. And I would like to see in the next 12 to 24 months it to get super easy to deploy uh, a static site. Um. Well, I, I think, again, if we come back to personalization, uh, some parts of the site do stay static. But, of course, yes. the, the parts that do change, uh, those won't uh, include that uh, the technology. Well, but actually there's lots of ways to implement uh, uh, personalization. Um, there's platforms that will implement it dynamically through like a little, you just put a little line of code uh, and you can create the different variations um, and cool. uh, so it can flow through that. So you can actually have both. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, how we, we didn't talk about uh, uh, a question that was raised is about voice. And how do you think uh, Elementor will, will fit in? That's, that's a good question, I think. Yeah, it actually kind of ties into search engine optimization, right? Because voice is the future of how people are going to 
interact with their technology. And we're actually already doing it now. I don't have my Apple Watch in. I lost the charger. <laughs> their technology. And we're actually already doing it now. I don't have my Apple Watch in. I lost the charger. Uh, but I, I talk to my watch now all the time. I'll be driving the car and I'm like, hey, Siri. Oops, I'm sorry if uh, you have a, an Apple device. I just activated it. <laughs> but I've, I'm like talking to it all the time. Uh, find this near me or am asking all these questions in it. Um, so... <laughs> it's actually happening. I actually did it on my phone. That's funny. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, voice search is is very intriguing right now, and it really is going to end up boiling down to search engine optimization. Uh, so the the actually Elementor already does a lot to enable this. It boils down to something called schema, uh, and schema is what you can add to your website to make Google or Apple in this case, or, or Alexa. Uh, uh, structure and, and with schema, then it's mm -hmm. going to happen automatically with these uh, yeah. tools. And there's lots of different schema types too, like an event schema type. So uh, it helps them understand event information and all that. So schema is really the key to that. That's cool. Uh, maybe we have, uh, do we have a question from the audience? Another question We're someone asked, what will be Elementor Pro's focus on the next year, and how will Adam participate? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people <laughs> people think your visit here is like uh, so there's something else going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be the new employee. Let yeah. me introduce. <laughs> oh, well, um, so um, you know, actually, uh, I can say that it's ex so exciting seeing what you guys are doing here. Um, obviously, I've seen some additional things, uh, but it's exciting to see the laser focus uh, that you have and everyone that I've interacted with is just laser focus on the future of web building and being a web builder and how you guys are going to do it. I've heard like some of the vision of certain things and it's like, oh my gosh, my mind is spinning. <laughs> like, I, why didn't I think of that? Uh, and it's just so forward thinking, forward thinking. Like, you know, we almost, some of it, you gotta wait for the technology to catch up to it, you know? So uh, uh, definitely exciting future for Elementor in 2020, of course, uh, some yeah. exciting things, but. Um, yeah, we can't share, uh, yeah, unfortunately yeah, we I mean, can't share a lot, but uh, I think that discussing the, the topics of the future and watching the trends, that gives an idea of what, what things that are to come, that, like what we expect. Of course, we want to expect an easier, faster, uh, and more reliable way to uh, you know, produce websites without having to deal with bugs and, and issues. Yeah. Um, do we have a, a question from the audience? All right, we do, from Karen. And Karen asks, how does Adam stay up to date? Actually, Karen, I was asked that question asked by you, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I asked you that. <laughs> um, so uh, I try to keep my finger, like to say, keep my finger on the pulse of what everything that's going on. But the way that that happens for me is 
when I publish a video on YouTube, there's the comment section and I get to see what people are asking. And so I can, uh, a lot of times what ends up happening, hey, Adam, have you checked out this thing? Have you checked out that thing? And actually that like exposes me to, to new products and, and new solutions. Really, if you so interacting with uh, necessarily the, the ones that are most known, like when people discover, like people discover your content, yeah. they get hooked and then I believe in that. I, I don't believe in like following like a hundred sites, but if you find someone that you that you uh, like connect with, mm -hmm. then that's that's something you should uh, you should man maintain. Yes, awesome. We have another question, by the way, and it's from Lamont. So Lamont says, "Thank you, from homeless to web designer." Oh yeah, and that's that's actually awesome. that's a great story. I, I mean, yeah. I would I would listen to actually that, that uh, reminds me. Um, anyone that's on the webinar right now, if you could put in the comment section, if you found out about Elementor, maybe through my YouTube channel or me or through a tutorial, if you could write in there, uh, yes, I found out about Elementor through uh, uh, Adam at WP Crafter. If you can put that in there now. It's, it's a small bet that we it's have. A little, so yeah, it's a little. <laughs> <laughs> so we should definitely, but. Uh, I have to share that later. From homeless to web designer, that, yeah. that well, line you is. you know uh, what? Uh, that's impactful, but isn't that at the end of the day what it's all about is, uh, and that's what I love about Elementor because you were the first ones and the only ones to create a tool that is free to use that has the potential to completely change your economic situation, which is your life and your family's life. and. I actually um, see that a lot, uh, comments like that a lot, uh, where here's a tool that, that is free to use, you can learn how to use it, and you can end up having a whole career out of it that can drastically change the trajectory of your life. But if that didn't yeah. exist, it was so much harder before, it was so out of reach for people. I think that uh, that's a thought that I had today, that your channel's name is WP Crafter. And I think the idea of craft is very important because yeah. that's, that's part of what I think Elementor did in some ways, give people the, the, the feeling that they have a craft to own and like building websites is a craft they can, they can specialize in mm -hmm. and, and offer value to businesses. Yeah, and in that process, their entire life changes for the better, for the better. And I hear these stories all the time. Yeah. So. All right, do we have another question? We do, I believe. Let's see what we got here. It says, um, <laughs> um, oh. I think we actually are going to wrap this up. Um, and so if you did ask a question and we weren't able to answer it, um, uh, we, we uh, thank you for joining us on the webinar. Yeah, we will publish the video on our channel, so don't yeah. worry, you'll have the, the whole the whole uh, session of secrets that we discussed uh, and uh, yeah let's let's wrap it up I'd like to thank everyone who joined us and thank you Adam yeah. for for being here and, and talking to me oh it's it's been great it's been a great experience so thank you for joining us bye 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 <laughs>